He looks to throw, looking deep downfield. He's got a receiver open. It is complete. That is Stevens for a touchdown. The Bulldog Radio Network proudly presents the Coach Gray Show on 102.7 FM, Carney's hometown radio station. And now, here are the hosts of the show, Mike Davis, Jim Dickerson, and Coach Josh Gray. That's a lot of cowbell right there. (laughs) That almost blew me away. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Coach Gray Show as we get ready to start another year of Kearney Bulldog football for 2020. And it's just going to be like last year. Not. So let's get into it. Two weeks ago, we weren't even sure if we were going to have football. Then thanks to the Let Them Play movement and all that, we had some uh, discussion And, in fact, we were allowed to have football, which is going to start uh, tomorrow night. One week ago, tomorrow night's game was in question again because, um, as you know, we're going to play Fort Osage, and they're in another county. So every county has different regulations and different rules, and they have to talk about that. So apparently Jackson County said you can play, but there's a whole probably not so good for them. So we've got that to look forward to. Now... We've learned, and we're learning more every minute, that um, before everybody rushes out and uses your season tickets out at the game, there's restrictions to how many people can go. Uh, The last I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's something like two two spectators per participant. A A participant, these big words are killing me here, a participant would include not only the football players, but the cheerleaders and that sort of thing. My understanding is, as of now, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody in the room, the marching band won't be there. So that decreases the number of participants. But I don't know, and I'm hoping somebody in the room will tell me, that uh, what a participant, if so, does you have to be related to the participant? I don't know. We'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, Mike Davis is out. He's on special assignment. We'll call it for that for now. He will be there tomorrow. So tomorrow night's game will be at the stadium. Starts at 7 o'clock. We're going to carry the game on 102.7 FM as we always do. Pre-game starts at 6.40. And um, you can follow the game here, and we'll be doing that. But uh, before we go any further, I'd like to welcome to the program your head coach, Josh Gray. Welcome back to the program. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Steve. That's good. It's, uh... We won't dwell on – I will ask you this because I don't even know if you know. Uh, I was going to ask Brian, but Brian doesn't know anything. Uh, I'm just kidding. He knows everything. The participant, two people per t- – partic- I don't even know how that yeah. works. Do you have any idea how it, that works? Two tickets per, uh, per participant. So uh, I would assume – if you have no connection to the team and you just like watching football, which I know a lot of people do, you you probably can't get in because you have to be tied to a, yeah. a student. Or right? Something. Yeah, that's uh, if if you're breathing and you're walking into the gate, <laughs> you need a ticket. Okay. So, so, and how do they? Do you know how they get them? Are they given to the kids right, and then yeah. the parents and that sort goes of thing? to the to the coach sponsor and then it gets to the kids and then okay. then it goes to a family member. Okay. So. Yeah, in all fairness, number one, um, not to under, under understate this, we're happy to be playing football at all. 
Uh, number two, I am thrilled that we're ha- we're able to have anybody in the stands because for a long time I thought it was just going to be us. Well, there was a point where I didn't even know if they would allow us in there. Right. I thought it might be you guys running around on the field like right. a bunch of crazy people. And then it'd be funny because no one would know the result and they'd have to tell us what happened. Right. Oh, we won. And <laughs> the problem is, what if Fort Osage goes, no, they didn't. We won. Then what do we do? <laughs> That'd be quite the debacle. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, we're going to have football. We'll do the game tomorrow. But so how's the team holding up? I mean, we, we, we talked earlier in the year when you were just getting started. How's all this worked out? And let's let's talk practice and prep. How's yeah. that all worked out? Um, you know, our kids have been really resilient, to be honest. Um, you know, for a for from the start you know and i, and I kind of like when we talked before we were kind of getting started and you know i think the one things our kids have, have been able to do is you know to accept change pretty easily um not knowing okay this day you know whatever could happen on a on a given minute five minutes you know by the hour and you know i i think we've done a uh, the kids have done a great job of, of staying focused in understanding the purpose of of you know, what we've got to do, what we know. And that, and that was kind of our message um, was we know what we know and, and the now, and we are worried about the now. And, you know, right now we're lifting or right now we're practicing right now we're doing, you know, training, whatever it is that we're doing, that's got to be the focus. Um, and, and that's all you can do. And that, and the kids have done a great job of, of understanding that. So when they come to practice, you know, having a sense of, sense of urgency and purpose and making sure our time there is, has been efficient. Um, you know, obviously being hampered with, with things throughout since, you know, back in March, you know, it, it, the, the training pieces, um, has looked a little bit different. Um, but you know, the one thing, like I said, our kids really, um, understood that and really did a great job. The leadership on our team has really done a great job of, of keeping everybody kind of honed in and, and and dialed into what what they what we need to do in preparation for the first game you know and that was day by day not knowing you know well we could but you can't think about that and that right and that was the thing is you, you can't think about well what's tomorrow going to bring well we don't know tomorrow we know today and the now and and that's how to approach things and how does that i mean that because that completely destroys what you normally would have done because i know you do you do your field workouts but then you have the weight and all that stuff the weight room and you couldn't even go in the weight room right. as it traditionally was. Now, I did see the thing you did on Twitter where you showed how all the stations were laid out, and that's a big change from normal. But how does it, – it's got a tick. So the way you would go in and from a timing perspective, you know, <laughs> hey, we can do this, we'll be out in an hour, probably now it takes three hours to get everybody through, anybody next to anybody. And we, you know, I think um... – our administration, the, the district, our district leaders did a great job in, in making that decision to allow us to, to move our weight room into the gym. Um, that, that made a huge difference. So we were able to get in there, you know, in June after, you know, we kind of started back early on in June where everything was outside and we had four different fields and four different groups and, and doing different things to keep our numbers down where we needed them to be. Um, and, and that's kudos to, to Mr. Schwarzenbach, Mr. Gustafson, and, and, and obviously – um, all those in, involved in, in kind of helping coordinate that and, and did a great job. And, you know, then when we were able to get in the weight room, that just added another piece. And, and our thing was we're in the weight room. 
I mean, that, that's such a huge piece in, in, in moving forward and getting back to normal and getting the kids ready for whatever season, not just the football team, but the, the basketball team, the baseball, everybody that came in, the soccer guys, the girls' basketball, everybody that came in um, throughout the summer, um, get them ready to go for their, you know, prospective speed Yeah, because, seasons. yeah, you're not the only team uh, that's there. Right. I mean, everybody right. else has to prepare. Right. So there's a lot of kids yeah. uh, that came through and, um, you know, we feel pretty, pretty good about our, the way we, we did it and did about the right way. And, um, we're able to follow guidelines to a T and, you know, um, I think, I think that, that says, uh, says a lot about, you know, a, the community, the, the numbers that we had and the trust that they had in us to, um, uh, to be able to facilitate that, you know, it was, it was good. And it was good to have them back. I mean, that was, that was probably that first day, you know, right. it was almost like, you know, for for the the coaches that that ran those things, you know, it was almost like Christmas Eve. You know, you see them coming back. You know, it was it was awesome to have everybody there. And you know, for a while, it was a little little eerie. They didn't know how to, you well, know, you how to act we talked with each about other. That. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday with uh, Doctor Miller. You know, normally you'd come up, shake hands, yeah, high five, hug, whatever it is you do. Right now, you can't. You know, everybody yeah. gets started. You're like that. You don't want them getting any closer. Yeah. So they, and yeah. they, they got used to it. You know, like I said, that you know the the kids being resilient to that and understanding what the new is and and how we move forward. And you know, they want to they want to uh, participate. They want to be active in, in whatever it is they're doing. So they're willing to do you know whatever we ask them to do. And you know, um, and that's that that shows a lot. So how does the new? Because I don't I don't know how this works. How does the wor- rule work when now now we're playing? Tomorrow night we're we're playing, and you're on the sideline, but you've got a row of guys. I mean, they don't have to be spaced out on the sideline, do they? Yeah. Well, how does that work? It's that's going to be, you know, um, the, the the team can go from the ten to the ten, um, and they'll distance themselves on the sideline that way. Um, and the coach's box is still the coach's box, but the players can go from ten to ten, farther, and yeah. they. You know they kind of push them back. They'll be back behind where they need to be, but um, so they'll be they'll be distanced there um, on the sideline. They'll have you know the the guys that aren't in will uh, mask up and and have masks on and um, you know do their part and and making sure that you know and and that's making sure we're doing what what we need to 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 follow guidelines and make you know the best we can and um, you know that that's all we can ask and and you know the bottom line is regardless of what anybody's feeling is. On, on different issues or different things with it, that's what we have to do. And and for us to play, we'll do whatever we need to do to play the game. And, you know, you talked about not knowing the fans, you know, and now it's two tickets and right. and all of that. You know, if that's what it takes for the kids to have a season, for the kids to play, um, that, that's the important piece. And, and it's and it's all about the kids and um, their experience and whatever, whatever activity they're in. How do you huddle? <laughs> <laughs> I was just picturing you guys trying to call a play yeah. and everybody's spread out, you know. Right. And, and we'll be, you know, with, with that and, you know, uh, with a contact sport, you know, obviously there's going to be uh, uh, different times where you're right. obviously, you know, that cohort or that group, uh, you know, is, is a little closer. And, you know, when you're playing that, that's part of the game. And, um, you know, I think we've, we've done a good job of, of, of making sure we've taken precautions when we can and, um, as we go through, and um, that's that's kind of part of it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's so important that they're able to play because there's, there's one thing that gets overlooked, and that's the fact 
these kids only get one shot. The seniors, especially, this is their last yeah. shot at this. And, um, you know, there was some talk. And the funny thing is a lot of people didn't maybe didn't think of this, but of the schools that you guys play, a lot of them, like tomorrow night's game, they're from different counties. And so a different rule in a different county affects you. And so what really destroys it, and I'm, I don't think we're going to have this problem here, but I know there are uh, schools that have it. So you play a team that has elected to go to spring football. So what are you supposed to do? Suit up in the spring? I mean, I right, think that's a good question. I think you're so Our far, conference, yeah, you're good, but I know there's some that are they're like we don't know what to do because half of our uh, schedule we're supposed to play in the fall, and then we got these two teams we're supposed to play in the spring. How are we going to do that? And then if you play in the spring, what if you got a guy who runs track in the spring or baseball? Or right, and I think with that, you know, and our conference did a, you know, I think everybody in the conference is elected to to move forward, which is, you know, the key piece with that. And obviously there's a lot of districts that play out of the conference for non-league games and things like that. But, um, you know, they're trying to find games the best they can for maybe a team that didn't have a game. They're in a similar situation and, and try to match up. I know there's quite a few teams that have done that. Um, as far as the spring, the way I understand it, um, you know, if you go to a spring or a fall alternative schedule, there's a, there's a slot for fall sports, and then there's a slot for the spring sports to still have that season at separate times um, to where, you know, the uh, the football season, I don't, I, if I remember correctly, it was, you know, March to the end of April or something like yeah, that. Something. And then it went from May to, May to July for the for spring sports. So I don't know what that looks like. You know, I think um, right now I know we're we're playing tomorrow night. And we're pretty dang excited about that. Yeah, I was going to say that's enough and, of and that. And all those, you know, and, and that's that's the the thing we tell about the kid, and you know, not to be a broken record, but you worry about the now, and 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 that's what's important right now is, you know, uh, one day at a time as you as you kind of go through that, and um, you know, I know our kids are trying a bit to to play against somebody else than than what we've been doing, and you know, uh, excited for them, and we're excited about that, and. Um, definitely ready to get the 2020 season started on a on a high note, and uh, definitely looking forward to it. Well, let's. Uh, it's been long enough. You yeah, know? that's enough of that, and that's enough of that conversation. <laughs> so, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about it's a new year and a new team. So, and a new game tomorrow. Don't forget that game tomorrow night will be here in Kearney. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. You stick with us on the Josh Gray, the Coach Gray Show, here on 102.7 FM. Be right back. You love the programming? Say a special thank you to the underwriters like these who support KPGZ. Whether you're a large or small business or just want internet at your home, Casey Coyote is here to help with all your internet needs. We pride ourselves on being a redundant, resilient, and reliable network to provide you with the best internet available. You can give Casey Coyote a call and talk to one of our local, friendly customer service representatives to see if you pre-qualify for our service at your home or business. Casey Coyote at 816-866-3038. That's 816-866-3038. 
Life can be so busy, and Interstate Auto and Tow understands. Don't let an auto repair interrupt your active schedule. Maintaining and servicing your vehicle is fast and easy at Interstate. We've provided reliable, dependable, and trustworthy vehicle service and repair in Kearney for over 18 years. Interstate Auto strives to provide high-quality auto repair, courteous and professional treatment to all of our customers, and exceed their auto repair expectations. We're located at 992 Innovation Drive in Kearney, and the phone number is 816-628-5755. Interstate Auto and Tow in Kearney. Simplify your banking, simplify your life. It's easy with Carney Trust Company. Carney Trust goes beyond convenient locations and good customer care to offer banking services that make managing your finances quicker and easier than ever before. Online, bill pay, e-statements, and 701 Watson Drive in Price Chopper. The phone is 816-628-6666. Carney Trust Company, banking you can trust. Member FDIC. And welcome back to the Coach Gray Show as we get ready to start the 2020 season. For those of you just joining us, or you may have missed it because everything changes every five minutes, tomorrow night's game will be here in Kearney. You can join us. We'll be live at 102.7 FM KPGZ, and we'll bring the game to you. Remember, if you're planning to go to the game, you probably already have your tickets. They're limited. The seating is limited because of the restrictions. We've covered that in detail. But uh, the good news is they're going to play. With that, Coach, brand new year. You lost some key players last year. You kept some key players. What are some of the big changes that we'll see coming forward in this year? You know, I think uh, as far as, you know, I think we've plugged in some kids that, that have stepped up this offseason, have done a great job in, in, in earning some spots. And, you know, there's some young guys that, that have definitely stepped up that, that we're excited to see on the field and you know I think the guys the things that that what last year brought into this year was the 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 guys that were on the field whether that was a sophomore to be a junior now or a junior is now a senior um they 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 understand what it's going to take and they kind of understand you know the, the sense of 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 urgency about what what it is um with that experience that they have to bring back to the rest of the team um to kind of guide us forward so what, how did how did you work that out? Because usually you have a jamboree, and that gives you that little stepping stone to get everybody up to game speed, even right. though it's a limited deal. You didn't have that. Did you guys try and simulate that? Did you? How do you try to? That's a big step to go from practice to game speed, just like that. Right. We've we've done a couple scrimmages over the last two weeks, and uh, you know, kind of really took that time to do some evaluation and and see where we were at and. Um, a lot of kids played and, and everybody, you know, I think that was, that was a key piece to make sure everybody, you know, got to play kind of a physical game a little bit with a, with a quick whistle, but, you know, still being able to get after it. So, you know, those are kind of the things that we used. Not having that jamboree, like you said, um, is definitely a, uh, you know, where you're playing, you get kind of those jitters right. worked out on a, on a Friday night jamboree and, and kind of. All right, that's done. Take a breath. Yeah, because and now it's we're into a the season. It's a big difference because the nice thing is, even in the jamboree, number one, everything's moving pretty quick because right. you go game to game or whatever they call it, session yep. to session to session. 
but you've got fans in the stands, and even though they may be watching three different games or however it works, there is that environment. The lights are on. It's a night. I think it's Friday night when yeah. they do it and all that. Some of these, this, you know, now this is the Friday night, the big night, the big Friday night, and this is going to be their first thing into it. Yeah, That's, that, that you know, with some new guys coming onto the field this year and not having that Friday night, you know, lights experience yet, um, I'm sure there'll be a little jitters. And, I, I, you know, the thing, as we've talked to them, I mean, they've withstood through a lot thus far in my eyes. Um, you know, I would say more than any team. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they've, they've earned where they're, where they're going to get to play that on, uh, tomorrow night and just to, you know, relax, stay focused. You know, that's easy to say, hard to do when, you know, you got 15, 16, 17 year olds out on the field, you know, fired up for the first game and, and ready to go, you know, but you know, you got to kind of go back to, you know, some of the things that we, as a, as a staff try to talk to them about of, of just kind of staying even keel, staying focused on on what we got to do, and um, you know, it, it worry about about doing your job each play and whatever that can, looks like, and you know that that gets repeated over and over with them, and um, you know, once those once the lights come on and that kick goes off, and whether we're returning or, or running down to make the tackle, you know, that that'll kind of take that breath a little bit, and it's time to get after it and have a little fun, and <laughs> and you know that. That is uh, something they've been definitely looking forward to because everything's been, you know, like you said, up in the air week to week. Are we playing? Are we not playing? Is there, you know, what it is? And, you know, kudos and, you know, a, a huge thanks because to, to Clay County, um, they do, a, that's a tough job. And regardless of people's positions on that, um, they do a phenomenal job in, in making sure um, that they're doing things the right way and have everybody's. Um, best interest in in mind, and um, you know that that's a tough job, and and you know they they really did uh, a a good thing, and because um, they want what's right for their kids, just like everybody else wants what's best for everybody, and um, so uh, hats off to them, and um, and 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 their efforts, and and making sure everything was where it needed to be, and yeah, and you know it's it's interesting that's an added. Uh, part of stress that you were just talking about for anybody who's been in a situation where you know you look forward to and you're told hey we're going to do this on you're going to do this on friday maybe and then you don't know and and you try to put it out of your head but in the back of your mind you're like is this really going to happen uh you know i I, studying for a test your test is going to be on friday okay i'm going to study well it may be on it may be on monday and you're like i just want it to be over so right um, you lost some key people, uh, seniors, um, who you got replacing. Let's, let's talk, uh, some guys like, uh, Stevens and Buster Lawrence is gone. Right. So what kind of replacements have you got stepping we've, up for those? Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. We've got, you know, uh, Carson Frakes is a wide receiver that's back from us, uh, back from last year. He's going to be a senior and he's, has done some, um, remarkable things this year so far as, you know, coming through practice is, is ready to go. So we're excited to see what, what he's, uh, you know, on Friday night's going to be. And we, we know what he's able, capable of doing. So, um, he's going to kind of step into probably a little bit more of a role on, on that end. And, um, excited to have, you know, uh, the other guys that we've got on the other side, Tucker Studi, he's going to be playing defense him to, you know, again, kind of hold those guys, uh, in perspective of things and keep them calm, but yet, 
you know, uh, kind of going to keep everybody in line on that end. So um, that's good. Uh, Caden Borchard's going to be toting the ball for us. KJ, both guys last year. Um, so those guys are good, obviously, with our um, returning playing time uh, last year. And, and we're looking forward to those guys up front. And, this, um, you know, uh, we got some of these guys getting on the field and, and doing. And you know, with Acosta and, and Minert back um, at that quarterback spot, I know Minert didn't play in this, in this corner for us. So defensively, he's, um, like I said, uh, uh, tucking that on that back with uh, Frakes as a as one of the free guys going both ways. Um, you know, we got some young guys getting into the getting into the mix and getting on the field on Friday night, which is always great to see of being out there under the lights. You know, our linebacking core, and I'm kind of rambling. Hopefully I'm not talking too fast, right. but I'm going through the list as a, you know, kind of going down through things in our linebacking core um, with Breedlove and Trenton Vaughn um, and looking forward to them kind of rounding out those inside linebacking pieces. And, um, you know, we got Darren Langford as a guy that, that's taking reps in there on both offense and defense and is, is definitely working his way um, you know, into the, hopefully onto the field and, and, you know, being able to spell some guys or, and, and putting them. Um, uh, we got uh, Colin O'Brien as one of our outside linebackers um, has done a great job and, and kind of fitting into that, that piece. Uh, we're doing a really good job there. So, you know, that's kind of that, that back half. The guys down in the trench, you know, uh, defensive-wise, Andrew Swain um, has is back and kind of will kind of head up that, that D-line for us. Um, Kyle Midkiff up front um, as nose. I know I mentioned him on offense. He's going to play some nose for us as well. Bergen Wenzel. Um, is another kid that that works in and and has done a has really stepped uh, this off season and and really looking forward to him. Briggs Twilliger is a is is a guy who was injured last year and and we're definitely ready for him to to be out there and and, and go compete and and do so. Uh, some new faces that you're going to probably end up is has a great ability and, and you know watching him play in some of our scrimmages you know. He's a dude. Meet in the dark or, or alley or something dark alley, like that. When he flips that switch now, uh, he they're, they're nice and uh, kind of quiet. They put it's that always, helmet on, practice, and we're getting after it a little bit. And they they fired up, and it's it's a uh, it's a th- it's the, a thing of beauty. Yeah, those are the ones those you got me. You know, they're, so, they're quiet, and then all of a sudden, what they, do they always say? He was always a quiet guy. I yeah, really heard. <laughs> That's so, right. Let's go back to the offensive side. Uh, let's talk about the quarterback. Yeah. So, uh, going to have Ian this year. Ian's, Ian's in there at quarterback, and, and Minor's been pushing, done a great job, you know. So um, we definitely have some options there to uh, to, to look at, you know. So, Ian is Ian has has progressed well throughout this off season, really grown up and uh, uh, gotten stronger and gotten taller. And um, you know, I say that, and you know, he's he's but he was a dude. That, that's what you want. He's going to grow, right? He's yeah, gonna, I was going to say he's going to gr- mature a lot right. more. He's going to, you know, that one year makes a big difference, and and obviously, and he's done a phenomenal job in in preparation. So. And that happens to us every year. So we were we we obviously didn't get to go to the jamboree, but I remember last year when we went to the jamboree, and we've talked about this before. There was a number of guys where the uh, Mike Brian and I were sitting in the stands, and we're like, "Where did we get that guy? He's huge!" And then we found out, oh, that's so and so. He was here last year, and then we went to one of your practices a couple of weeks ago, and the same thing happened. We were walking around going. Look how big that guy is. Who is it? And then we found out, you know, we're like, oh, he was here last year. Yeah. Um, and that's the fun part, you know, where you get to see. And and I know I said this before, but uh, uh, you know, a couple months ago, whatever. But you know, when you don't see him for 
just like you said, you haven't seen him in <laughs> yeah, for don't a year. See him as long as you do. Now I we didn't see him for what three months, two months, whatever it was. You know, and they come back. I'm like, dang, you sprouted up. You know, they got big. They got they stretched out, and 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 that's you know that's now I'm going to be that's the fun part. I'm going to be 100 percent honest. Mike and I stretched out too, but in different <laughs> different ways because of the Rona. Yeah. But uh, so did did. Um, because when he going back to Ian, he was a sophomore last year. Um, has, has there been any, you know, you, now you've had a year to develop and they get used to playing with certain guys. Have, have you seen any um, advantages from that, from like some of these guys that, okay, we played together last year. Now we gel a little bit better this year. The thing I saw is probably last week in practice. Um, I saw our older guys, meaning older, meaning experienced guys from a Friday night or, you know, been around, right. really take up and, and step up in, in different situations on the field where they're, they're coaching. They're like, you know, the, you, you hear them talking to the, you know, because there's times when, you know, uh, I'm watching and I see different, you know, some of our captains, some of our guys that are, that are leaders, or leaders on the team that will take, you know, maybe their position or maybe it's not their position and say, hey, man, this is, this is what we got to do, you know, come on, you're all right. And, and you see that. And so that experience, um, that piece right there, I think has been, so talking about gel and getting back to your question, um, those leaders that step up to do that has helped gel those new guys in and to kind of understand, you know, how things go, right. How, what to expect, you know, it's okay to make a mistake. The key is that you learn from it and don't do it again. Right. Cause there's never a time that, you know, Things always happen in a game. I mean, I, you guys tell me a coach is something that every single thing went perfect. No, right. it, it, it don't happen. The key is overcoming that, and I think you don't make that same mistake again. I think our leadership on the team has really done a good job of of being vocal in a positive way of of correcting those things and and not getting allowing kids to get down on themselves because that that's easy to do. You know, you get your head down. Well, you got another play in right. in about. 30 seconds and that's got to be gone and worry about the next one. So, and that translates from practice. So what you do obviously and what you do in the weight room translates to what you do in the practice field, which, which translates what you do on the football, you know, on game night, whether that's a Monday to whatever, whatever night your game is on Friday night, uh, it translates. So our kids have done a really good job. I think, um, from the leadership aspect of, of understanding, how to help along with the process and how to grow the program and, and to continue to develop a culture that we want um, to have. And, you know, I think, you know, our guys definitely, definitely got a grasp on that and, and understand what football can bring, you know, to everybody that's a part of it. You know, obviously I'm biased. I'm the head football coach. I live and breathe it. And, and, you know, that, that's what I do, Um, you know, but for guys to, you know, a, a guy that maybe right now in the process of their growing, from a sophomore, even from whatever, whatever you had, it's a process from your, you know, your sophomore year to your junior year to your senior year and understanding what does that look like? I mean, not everybody's a Friday night, Friday night guy on as a sophomore. I mean, and that's fine, but to understand the process, okay, I'm not a Friday night guy, but I'm a Monday night guy. Maybe I'm a backup, you know, understanding that each time that you go out, you got to understand that, that you got to continue to move forward in your process of getting better and understanding schemes, understanding how we practice, the speed of the game, the fundamentals, all that stuff, and getting you better, you know, day by day, week by week, and year by year, so that when maybe you're a junior, maybe it's not till you're a senior that you get on the field, and and now it clicks, and now you're ready 
for those times because it's it's tough. I mean, nobody you, you're not a head coach as soon as you uh, graduate from college. Typically, that does not happen. There's been something along the lines <laughs> that's times. prepared you, and that's a yeah. process in, in in that you know. And you're not a, a CEO of a company right from the get go. You're not a principal right as you start. You know, there's a process in which you earn that you get and continue the knowledge to get you better each year, and each year gets you ready to go. Some guys develop uh, a lot quicker than others, and and that they move along in the process a little bit quicker. Um, so, but it's but it's also a, a, it's interesting you bring that up because it's also about opportunity and being prepared when yeah. that opportunity comes up. And this year, probably that, more than any other year in the past. Um, your opportunity may come up like sooner than you think, because if you're a Monday night guy, as you say, and you know, well, for me to get called up or or however you guys say it in the big leagues called up, but for me to get called up, you know, so-and-so would have to get hurt or he did blah, blah, blah. In today's environment, you could be on the field tomorrow. That's a split second. Just like that. So you've got to be prepared and all that. And correct me if I'm wrong. If you bring a guy up, and it's clear that he is not ready. He hasn't studied. He doesn't know the schemes. He's not paying attention. You know, whatever the case may be, you're probably not going to call him up for a right. while. And that's okay. And that's that's them learning. That's us as coaches right. teaching them how to how to how to study film or how to you know uh, find in different ways to communicate with them to how to be a better teacher on the field. And that's you know that's the key. Is you know we've got some great teachers on the field. And our coaches and our assistant coaches are second to none. Um, they they all do a phenomenal job in in finding ways how to how to reach out to the you know to the to the kids and the athletes. And all right, you're not understanding what I'm saying to you right now. So how do I need to modify how I'm teaching you so that I can make you more successful? So it clicks. It's no different in the classroom than it is on the field. And, and well, it also happens here because Brian says that to me all the time. <laughs> You're not understanding what I'm saying. We're going to step away for just a minute. Don't forget tomorrow night, the Indians are coming in. They'll be playing the Bulldogs out at Kearney uh, stadium for the, it's actually going to kind of be the home opener, but it'll be the opener, but we're the visiting team. But we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to the coach gray show on one of 2.7. FM. Without the support of community underwriters, we wouldn't be here. So a huge thanks to these particular businesses for supporting KPGZ. Every day at Slavinsky's Bakery, we're baking before most people open their eyes. We're working hard to make your donuts and muffins for today's staff meeting, office party, or surprise treat day in the break room. Baking custom order treats for your birthdays, graduation parties, and wedding receptions is our specialty. Slavinsky's has been voted best bakery and best donuts in the Northland since 2015. We're open 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. with fresh coffee and baked goods ready to go. We're located in the Kearney Commercial Plaza at 180 West 92 Highway, and our phone number is 816-903-2245. Slavinsky's Bakery, doing it right since 1985. I wasn't sure if a senior care facility was right for me. I thought, that's where you go when you want to stop being independent. Westbrook is in the heart of Kearney, and everything I need is right here. I'm close to the grocery store, restaurants, 
and my doctor's office is right next door. If I need extra care, Westbrook's staff is here for me as well. Learn more about Westbrook at westbrookcarecenter.com or call 816-628-2222 for a guided tour. Westbrook Care Center, where caring comes naturally. Price Chopper Rewards is all new. It's more flexible than ever with new ways to save and spend your savings. Now you can save every time you shop, whether you spend a little or a lot. Spend your savings how you want, when you want. Want to save on fuel? Do it. Want to save on food? You can. Want to save on fuel on your way home from saving on food? Go for it. Check your Price Chopper app to see the offers we have this week. Then choose to spend them at checkout or at the pump. Download the Price Chopper app now and start saving today. Before we go any further, we have a very serious question to bring up to Coach Gray. Because with all the changes tomorrow, the question is, will there be cowbell? Oh, man. Right there it is. You know, I would, I would sure hope that... Because at any given time, you might need more cowbell. More cowbell. Love the cowbell. More cowbell. Uh, just are you, are you saying that was sounding okay? I'll be honest, fellas, it was sounding great, but I could have used a little more cowbell. Yeah. So you bulldog faithful so, yeah. out there, if you're coming to the game, bring you those cowbells and, cow and out there. get clanging them. So uh, it, it will be different, even at, you know, you, you think about the fans and all that, and it, you know, with the, the new stadium and all that and the way it's designed. I mean, it was pretty loud last year. Yeah. So we're going to be looking at, I don't know, maybe a third, and they'll be spread out. I don't know what it'll uh, – it'll yeah. be interesting to see what it sounds like. Uh, on a similar note, Arrowhead with 20,000 people of it. Dumb. But anyway, <laughs> just leave it at that. Um, so uh, let's talk about uh, – I almost said Park Hill. Fort Osage. Uh, you haven't played them in, what, three – Yeah, 2017 three, was last, so last that, time Yeah, three years, them. so – uh, what do you know about them coming in? I know everything's different and all that, but uh, what do you know about them? Well, historically, they've got they always they've got a great program and uh, they've been very successful. And um, you know, that's kind of the you know you're going to get a good football team on on Friday night, and that's um, you know they they're well respected, they're well coached. Coach Bolt does a great job of of getting his guys ready, and um, you know we're gonna we're gonna have. We we got to come out ready to go, and you know, not knowing, not having any jamboree film, not having right. anything on that. You know, um, last year's film is last year, and you know that's that's all all new of new guys that have stepped up from graduation and and things like that. So it's kind of unknown on that. You know that you know that you know unless they've changed uh, offensive schemes or, or defensive scheme, you know, you, you got to be prepared and, you know, and that's, that's, what's good, you know, defensively speaking, you know, our guys, coach Brinkley does a great job of, of going over, you know, form rack, making sure our guys know how to get lined up to, to whatever the team may, 
may send us and, and, you know, does a, does a great job of, you know, kind of really dissecting that and trying to give whatever, what if scenario of, of this, just so we've, you know, you've kind of at least prepared to get lined up, do your assignment and, you know, get to the football and um, does a great job. And offensively, it's kind of the same thing. Um, you know, we is have there, our, is there we a quarterback have, returning? Or uh, is it a new, I can't remember. It, it's, we, they got a new backfield. So, um, you know, we're going to have to contend with those guys. And, um, but, you know, for us offensively, we have our rules. You know, the O-line's got rules that they, that they follow in, in our scheme. So, you know, they, it doesn't matter what they, what they do. We, we right. we're prepared for that. So, you know, the speed of the game is, is obviously going to, you know, be a little different, different from a scrimmage, but you know, our guys play fast and we've had some great practices this week on Tuesday. Uh, we got after it a little bit and, you know, amped things up and tempoed some stuff up and uh, really kind of rose to the, to the practice, if you will. Well, along those same lines, and I'm, I'm going to and you may not know, um, you guys didn't have a jamboree. I'm assuming they didn't yeah. either. I don't, or they didn't have any. I don't kind of think anybody up. in the suburban area yeah. did a jamboree, and everything was kind of scrimmage based off that. And really, we just kind of practiced. Um, it was kind of during our practice time that we we did that, and we felt that was uh, the most productive way for us to uh, to get us ready to go and and make sure we were you know ready to ready to play on Friday. Was making sure we're we're repping the things we do and and things like that. So scrimmages, you know. Yeah, and there's another part of it. Uh, install not to, install not, is such an important piece. I mean, right. making sure that we have everything installed that we want and the reps on that and, and making sure everybody's on the same page. So that's, you know, our time has is, is really kind of been spent with that. Well, and another thing that's going to come into play tomorrow, I would assume, so you guys practice generally in the morning when it's cooler. Uh, now you're going to turn around and play at night, which is different, but... Not only that, I think tomorrow it's supposed to be what ninety-one degrees with the humidity of one hundred and sixty-three percent and all that. It that's cool. You, oh, that's nice. That's no, beauty. it's not because I'll be sweating <laughs> and I'm not happy. Now on Saturday it's only supposed to be eighty, so we got that to look yeah. forward to. But no, but from a you know everything's different for you guys and 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 the way you've had to train and your the way you build up for your stamina and everything else, and now you're taking guys from a practice situation to a full speed on game and you even see on the professional level there's a lot of times when they go into that first game they get about third quarter they're like right i'm done now so how do you prepare guys for that because this is going to be you know it's totally different so we've kind of had the best of both worlds so our practices started um when we started this this lab once we went back to school teachers went back to, to school we started practices at 3 30 um so we've been out in okay the, that we've, helps yeah. we've been out in the the I don't know, elements. We don't really talk about the heat because heat doesn't affect us. No, of course not. We don't feel that. I'll just let you know it affects me. Okay. We'll <laughs> leave it there then. We'll leave that all that, that those thoughts up upstairs. But um, been out in that a little bit. We've conditioned in it. We've done a great job of conditioning. We tempo our practices to be, uh, you know, where the we would hope that our practices are harder than the actual game or it feels like that because the the speed, the transitions that we make, the hustling on and off the field, there's no downtime unless there's water breaks, you know, all that kind of stuff where we transition to make it feel like a game. And um, our kids have done a really good job of that. And then, um, what was it, on t- Wednesday, today's Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So on Tuesday, back up another day, we were able to pra- we bumped our practice back, and we ended up practicing in the evening. We went and practiced at 630. So, you know, we've kind of 
we've kind of been under the lights already, if you will. Right. We threw the lights on, got the kids kind of uh, accustomed to having the lights on. Um, so we've kind of been the best of both worlds and try in preparation and get them kind of climatized, if you will, um, ready no, to go. And I don't, there's a lot of people that they may not understand. It's, it's really, it's a weird thing, but if you practice every time in the morning and you just get used to that, it doesn't seem like it'd be that big deal, but big a deal, but you go now all of a sudden you're playing at night, the lights are on, yeah. it's dark in the background instead of the sun, you know, it makes a huge difference to a player because just, it's all about it's know, about something different yeah. and that's what i think I'll say this again our kids are pretty resilient you know if one thing they were accustomed to now is change right oh. so um you know I, I whether we play it in the morning and but typically you're right you get out of that normal routine that you're in um and you change something up it, it does take a it makes a difference and and i think you know like i said before our kids have been really resilient to the change to the you know, wearing masks and doing different things and distancing each other and, um, you know, all the things that, that we do to take those precautions, um, bringing our own water bottles and, you know, all the, everything that you, that's the new normal, they, they've been able to, to do that pretty seamlessly because, you know, they understand the importance of making sure we're doing whatever we can. So we play a football game on Fridays and Mondays and, and whatever that looks like. So, um, you know, if there's anything that, that our kids are, capable and understand is that the new normal is change okay. and flexibility. Yeah. No kidding. So let me, the, do, do they have to wear a mask while they're playing under the helmet? Yeah. Not during the game, not there, you know, not during the game is, is not a requirement. Okay. No requirement. I was Cause that would be tough in yeah. the heat with a helmet yeah. and a mask. And they've on. got some things out where you can, if you, you know, where, you know, they got some different products out there and um, we, we, you know, you don't. That's not a requirement by Misha or anything to, to have a, a mask up. So, um, what is something that we can look forward to tomorrow that we've never seen before? I just pulled that one out of the hat. Wow! Something we've never seen before. I mean, this is a new year. What's right. The, the, well, then if I told you, it wouldn't be well, new. Well, I don't. I don't so want. I don't want to. I don't want to. The play. All right. Okay, well, we're going to run us. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, you know, something you haven't seen before, you know, I think obviously the dynamic of the sideline is going to be different. <laughs> you want to die like that? I, you know, uh, you have to wait and see, I guess, uh, what, what, what you're going to see. I think, um, you know, uh, kind of go back to the kids a little bit. Um, they, they're hungry. Um, they are, are I, I say the word determined. Um, they're determined to they want to they want to perform and they want to want to get out there and 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 go compete and and that is such a huge piece in learning how to compete the right way and, and all the things that competition grows you as an individual I, my feelings do, again do, do you think they're almost i don't know how to say this but they're almost uh more amped up to go play because there's been so much you know you may not you may not and they're like we're going to go do this yeah you i can, mean you can kind of early on, you could kind of see it at times, you know, um, and again, that's why we kind of kept reiterating ourselves that you got to worry about the day, you got to worry about the day. And, but there was, you know, that, that always that apprehension, you know, what's there. I mean, you know, there's always some apprehension of, you know, they're six, they're smart, they, they listen and they know what's going on, you know, and that fog kind of early on was over their head and, you know, are we playing, are we not? And you could see it that, you know, 
are they're worried or not worried, but just questioning and wondering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a couple team meetings. Um, uh, you know, our meetings look different. We're out on the field. We're spread out. And, you know, that looks different, um, different element. But, you know, we just had a sat down and, you know, met with the seniors, met with the juniors, met with uh, the team and, you know, hey, um, what are some questions? You know, wh- how are you feeling? And, I, you know, not to get all touchy-feely here, but how are you feeling as an athlete? You know, what are you worried about? What is, what is it that's getting you, you know, maybe some anxiety about the season and, and everything? So we had a great, great conversation with, with, um, with all, all of our kids. And, you know, I think that kind of was like, huh, okay. Right. All right. That's good to know. So for me, communication is important. The more you know, the more you know, and the more you can talk to your kids and 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 keep them aware and and ends and huge, especially for a young person. Um, you know, last thing you want them is is questioning. You know what's going on. You know, and and being they're worried about that as opposed to what they're what they're you know out there to do and and to have fun um, and go compete. So yeah, and I. Honestly, hats off to you. I don't know how you do it because I, I mean, I know there's adults out there that are, they're losing their mind because they don't know what's going on. And I mean, that's credit a lot of that to our staff. I mean, yeah. our staff, again, it's, it's not just me. I mean, our staff does a, a great job of, of building relationships with the kids and, and staying in contact with them. And, um, you well, know, and you guys have a really good network with your, like your quarterback club and uh, all yeah. the community and all, and the community loves this team. Um, but you know, the, the, all the stuff you guys had to go through. I mean, like I said, there's adults out here losing their minds (laughs) because they don't know what's going on. And you got, you got kids. I mean, and like, I I don't think you can understate it. It's just not, they only have a limited amount of time to do this, This, especially the seniors. This is their last, whether they want to go on and play in college or whether they want to go pro or whether they want to be a, um, you know, engineer, and this is their last, they, they won't play after this. It's, you know, it's kind of their one shot. Yeah, that's important. I mean, I, for their psyche, for their, you know, their experience in, in school and being involved in activities. I mean, that's a, that's a huge, huge uh, impact on kids, you know, um, by being able to be involved in, in whatever that is, not just football, but in whatever it is. That It's such an important piece in their development to have the, those interactions interactions and relationships building with the with the adult that's in charge of you know the adults are in charge of whatever club or whatever activity it is and then you know being i could go on and on but i mean just that whole piece of of interaction um being able to resolve conflict with i mean there's such so many things that that sports and clubs and activities and whatever it is that they're involved in does in the growth of of a of of an individual i mean that i mean you think back 20 years ago you know when cell phones 30 years ago. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to date myself on this, on this I'm answer. I'm trying to remember when they... So whenever, so, you know, you think back how right. much that's changed and social media has changed kids. They need that constant interaction. And, um, you know, it, it's, that's such an important piece to, in growth and, you know, not only for kids, but, but adults alike to, to have that coming together of, right. of, of, and camaraderie and, and that's what activities do. So I'm couldn't be more excited about making, you know, having this, the opportunity to get out there and play tomorrow and, and, the, and our coaching staff. And, and we're so excited about that. And the players are, are excited, you know, um, and, and again, it's one day at a time. You, know, you, you don't know what you're going to, you know, go back to Forrest Gump. You never know what you're going to get. So uh, life is like a box of chocolates. 
That's exactly right. And so one day at a time and, and, and control what you can control. Um, and we know what that is. And so, how, how long would you say Forrest Gump's been your idol? <laughs> I, I think I've probably referenced him a few times. I know, that's but, why uh, I was like, I know, this guy really probably, likes Forrest Gump that. here. Yeah, well, he was very insightful at times. So were you around when, um, everybody will love this. Oh, were boy. you around when we used to have to stop at a payphone in a car? Oh, yeah. Remember you'd pull up to a pay- So kids, here's what yeah. used to happen. We'd pull up to a payphone <laughs> in the car and reach out, put quarters in or dimes or whatever the case may be, and uh, yep. move on. Yeah, that was that. You're right. And the the phone, you know, there, you, there you, it is, right there. You, yeah, <laughs> you left your house. You told your folk, you know, you you had a curfew, or whatever, and you you better be home. They couldn't track you, yeah. couldn't find you, couldn't call couldn't you, text you, couldn't text you. It was that was it. Life seemed easy then, didn't it? Those were the days. Those were the good old days. But anyway. Any parting words before we go into tomorrow night? You know, I, I think if you're coming out to the game tomorrow and, uh, you know, be supportive, be loud, bring the cowbells. You know, I know uh, uh, we are definitely excited about tomorrow night and, and getting out there and playing and, um, and yeah. Excellent. There's a lot of words I could probably – we're just excited. I, I, I think that's say, the main thing. We're that, excited too because we've been going through the same thing here. I mean, one minute we're doing it, then we're not, then we're moving over here, then we're not, then we can't, then we should do this. So we feel you. Yeah. And we don't have to deal with like a bunch of players. I just have to deal with Brian. And he just has to deal with me <laughs> and Mike. But anyway, uh, tomorrow night's game out at the stadium here in Kearney, 7 o'clock, pregame for us on 102.7 FM starts at 6 40 and we'll bring the game to you then next week would be the home opener it's still on schedule as planned uh for now but keep checking back with us because as you know these restrictions and everything change like hourly so if there's some changes going into next week as it relates to ticketing who can get into the game and all that we'll be able to keep you updated Coach, good to see you again. Look forward to seeing you again next week after our victory tomorrow night. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow night on the Bulldog Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Have fun, Carney.